to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is best practices when purchasing and moving into your new home. And uh, this is our story time episode, so I'm joined here by Katie Salinas and Haley Bandy from Bellman Homes. Welcome. Thank you. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Hi. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things we've learned from closing and uh, uh, moving into our new homes because I think a lot of people don't plan that out well. They make mistakes and have issues and uh, hopefully some of our little stories will help you guys uh, make, make good decisions and maybe improve, improve your move, improve your closing. Uh, so you, you don't have the same problem. Absolutely. So who's got a who's got a story you want to share? I think one of the best practices for me was like everybody, even in the office here at Bellman, gave me different boxes for different things. I think it's important. You don't just want to throw things. I mean, because if you're hiring a mover or if your friends are helping you move, you want to make sure that your stuff isn't damaged. Right. So I think that was one thing that was beneficial to me was that I labeled it and I put it nicely away. I mean, same thing goes for your decorations for Christmas, Halloween. You want to put them away nicely so that when you do pull them out the yeah. following year, they're not damaged. And you have no clue how many boxes you need, right? No. Yeah. That's why I had over the and amount. And how heavy they get so yes. quickly. Yeah. Which was fantastic. Yeah, you can fill them up really fast. Sometimes yeah. you think you have enough, and then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. okay, you got to try it. You don't want to have to run and buy them yeah. all the and time. Yeah. Another thing, too, I found really helpful was um, it doesn't really matter to me what color those storage bins were. I have ones with the red top, green bottom. Mm-hmm. But I used those to move the stuff, and now I store other things in them. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah. you know, you can use it. That's a double use, yeah. which is great. Yeah, those are always valuable to have, yeah. and yeah. don't get rid of them, basically. Yeah, you can, you always can find them, them on sale. Uh, right after a certain mm-hmm. holiday and who cares what color they are yep that's super yeah. helpful yeah. I think so when I was moving into my house my mom was helping me and I was like taking box by box and just putting it by the front door and even though they were labeled like bathroom bedroom kitchen she gave me great advice and she said if it says kitchen move the box into the kitchen right away if it says bathroom just put it in the bathroom because if you are moving all these boxes from your car or your moving truck inside you're just going to have to move them all again to their rightful place. So just move them all in the room that you are going to be unpacking them in. That's great. It just makes like for a very smooth transition. Nothing gets lost. It's it. You're not looking for anything because if you need, you know, you make a pizza and you need pizza pizza cutter. The Where pizza is cutter it? is in the kitchen. Yeah. You know, you're not looking yeah. at a box in the bathroom. Most people you know? don't end up opening all the boxes on the first day or two, right. of yeah. course. So mm-hmm. it, yeah, undoubtedly, some I had boxes. I think from my first move that you sat there for months. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. All of a sudden, I ended up buying a few things. I'm like, oh, wait, we had that box down there. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. And segueing from that, too, like Katie was kind of talking about before, is like there's no there's no race mm-hmm. to get your home unpacked. So once you put the box in the bathroom, slowly put that stuff mm-hmm. away because why do you want to go back and reorganize right. all yep. your bathroom shelves? Why do you want to go back and reorganize your closet? Just sure. take your time and, yep. and piece together the house so that you don't have to go back and redo the whole thing. Yeah, they always say Rome wasn't built in a day. And yeah. so I think a lot of people are always in a big hurry to yeah. just kind of mm-hmm. settle in right away. And, you know, it takes time. It's yes. not, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So uh, no matter what you do. So, yeah. so for me, um, I moved from my one home to my other home that I built. And like our first home was kind of mismatched a little bit. Like mm-hmm. we had some of my wife's furniture from her apartment. And then I had stuff and I bought some estate sale stuff. And all. I mean, it was just mismatched. Uh, so like when we were trying to sell our home, we were building the new home at the same time. 
And I, I, I think I made the mistake of just listing my home and, and trying to sell it. And it, it just didn't look right with the way we had it set up and everything. And it, we were having a hard time selling it. So what I did is uh, I got a storage unit for a little while and I got some of the extra stuff out that just didn't go together really well. And we put that in storage. I boxed it up really nice and, and put that, you know, the storage place was like a mile down the road, so it wasn't wasn't real bad. Uh, but I moved into my new house and I, or I had some new furniture and things like that and I got it all set up just the way I wanted. And I still had the old home and that actually that worked out really well mm -hmm. because then what I was able to do is before I even moved into the new home, we got it super clean. Mm -hmm. We got it just the way we wanted it. I had a couple rooms I wanted to paint. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, we put in some like audio system stuff in the house. So we got that all set up. So there was like no big rush. And then I was able to, once I got the new house the way I wanted to, I went back to the old house. Mm -hmm. I repainted a room or two. I got everything out of there and then it sold like immediately. And awesome. so it looked like a model when it was done. Mm -hmm. And so it, a lot of people don't want to have that, mm -hmm. the two houses at the same mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And I did, and you know, honestly for that month or month and a half that I had the two houses, it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. and, and it didn't cost me that much. And I mean, it made it so much easier to sell. Plus, like, it was a real pain living in my other house, having people coming and going all the time, mm -hmm. looking at it. Yeah. I would get this phone call, and I would, like, just get to work. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we want to see the house in, like, an hour and a half. And I'm like, oh, you mm -hmm. know, so I had to run home. I had to get my dog. Um, well, my wife left the dish in the sink and this mm -hmm. and that. And like, yeah, oh, I got to go straighten this up. And yeah. it was just, it was, it was a real pain. And so I actually enjoyed the fact that I was in my new house and then I got my other house sold. Yeah. It made it so much easier to nice. do that. Yeah. Piggybacking off of you. I don't know if you did this as well, Haley, but so I left my apartment and went straight to my house. So my big worry was I didn't want to have to pay rent and mortgage. Like I didn't want to overlap anything. Like I wanted to close on my house and then two days later I wanted my rent to, to end. Sure. Um, and it didn't work out that way. It overlapped by a month, which kind of sucked. But when you, when I closed on my house, I had that one month where I didn't have to pay, start paying my mortgage until the following month. Sure. So I focused on my apartment, paid the rent, and it gave me 30 days to literally take my time and move yeah. things as I wanted. And it it's kind of seems like negative at first, like oh I don't want to have two places. It's so unorganized, but it's really really. But it's nice. yeah, slowly but surely mm -hmm. yeah. you just get everything you out don't there. Feel I don't think people realize how much time it takes to get set yeah. up and moved, and that was like yeah. one of the big things that I hired a mover mm -hmm. uh, for my you know for my first house and my second home, and that was like the best thing mm -hmm. I ever did. You know they came in and got all the big stuff. In fact. I think I, I didn't let them move, like, my clothes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we can do that. And I was like, I should have just had them. Because they had these bags, and they just, just take them right off the hanger, and it has a pole in it. And I mean, I'm like, I should have. It was extra, you know, 50 bucks yeah. or whatever it was for them to do it. You know, because we were still messing around with those kind of things, throwing it in the car. And, yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's a big thing is just, you know, take advantage. Like, some of these companies, they do this every day for a living. Yeah, it costs a little bit of money, but... Mm -hmm. Um, they're really careful with your stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not renting mm -hmm. <laughs> pickup trucks and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Just have a professional mm -hmm. come in, especially, you know, maybe not in your first home as you're, you know, just getting going and stuff yeah. and you probably don't have as much, but no. once you're moving like from house to house, yeah. you know, it's a lot. use, and use a mover, use those services. Mm -hmm. Another thing for Katie, I know Katie can relate to this, uh, but 
you as an apart when you own your or when you are in an apartment before you get out of there officially I mean you can have all your stuff out but you have to clean like I was on my hands and knees mm -hmm. with a toothbrush cleaning yeah. because they come in and see Inspect it before it, yeah. you leave yeah. I mean carpet Security cleaning you don't have to yeah. do but like yeah. there's little things in there that you need to clean up because mm -hmm. we were in there for about I don't know a year and a half mm -hmm. so yeah, even though you like, it takes like a week yes you know? yeah yes. Like, you surface clean like yeah. around the house the refrigerator house. everything yeah, needs but, to be yeah but as soon as you yeah as soon as you move out and also like the furniture there's yeah. stuff underneath it yes. or also there's like a stain you didn't yeah. realize or a ding in the wall yeah so our you, couch actually rubbed up against the um, wall yeah. over time mm -hmm. And uh, we had a huge gray mark, and yeah. we ended up having to like scrub it off. It came off, but yeah. Yeah. there's just things that you don't realize as you're pulling things mm -hmm. out, and you know you put the mirror on the wall, so you have yep. a nail mark. We have to cover that up. Yeah. So yeah. there's just so many loopholes, and yeah. they're not forgiving. Yeah. So Correct. you have to make sure that you take your time and mm -hmm. clean your apartment that you lived in mm -hmm. yep. before you set sail. And that's so. the same too with the new house because yeah, it's, it, you get the same thing where you get a bunch of dings in the walls or things yeah. like that, and you know the buyer walks through it the day before. Mm -hmm. Or the day of closing, and you know, you just don't want to have that stress. And I think most people try and that's one of the biggest mistakes people make is they, they try and cram too much into that closing day. And, yep. and we talked about this uh, kind of before we were recording this, but you know, a lot of people try and do that end of the day closing, they don't want to take even a minute off of work, you know, they're just yep. like, I want to do it. Don't do that, right? What's what can take off? Yeah. Okay, so I don't remember what time you closed. Oh, because I think I met you at your closing. Mm -hmm. It was kind of in the afternoon. afternoon yeah. So when I closed, I had like a 9.30 a.m. closing, like right when the bank lobby opened. And it was so nice because after it was only like 10.30 when I left, I could go get, have a short breakfast or get a you know early lunch and... I had the rest of the day to move. It mm -hmm. was not stressful. I could pretty much do what I could wait till tomorrow if I wanted. Yeah. But my buyers on Friday, which, you know, to each their own, they're closing at 4.30. And after they want to go to the house and take a picture with the sold sign, which is nice. But by yeah. then, it'll probably be 6, 6.30. And you, you want dinner at that point, And they're just going to have to start the next day. Yeah. So I I don't know. When you close, you just have that motivation yes. to just start yeah, right away. Yeah, you want to just so dive right in. You just want to start right away. You don't want to wait till the next day. Yeah. So. yeah, and you can run into a lot of other problems when you close really late in the day because if you're waiting for a wire or something, mm -hmm. else it's a 4 o'clock closing and the wire doesn't go through, well, now there's no funds. Yeah. And then, you, especially if you do it on a Friday, mm -hmm. it's... Yeah, now you can't even congested, get congested. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't even get the keys. Yeah. And now you got this, you know, the new house you're all excited about. The weekend you got all this time set aside to do mm -hmm. do your move, and now you can't even do that. Yeah. So you know you got to be careful with that and, and leave enough time. And then especially if you're selling mm -hmm. your existing home and closing on the new home mm -hmm. on the same day, you got to be even more careful because yep. you know. All it needs is one thing to get messed up at the beginning, and it screws up the, the entire day. day. Yep. Yep. You know, right. and I've had people have that where they're, well, I'm closing at time. I got the mover coming, and the, mm -hmm. the mover's already there, and it hasn't mm -hmm. closed. And you know, you're like, you can't get into the property until you actually close on it. Yep. So you got these paid movers sitting in the driveway, getting yep. you know, three hundred dollars an hour or whatever for all yep. these guys sitting in a truck mm -hmm. doing nothing. Mm -hmm. So you know. Some people just try and cram too much in one day. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, maybe you close on the one day and you just mm -hmm. go through and make sure your house is clean the way you want it to. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you bring a few items over and then you have the mover come the next day or whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. one day is not going to hurt you or even a two or three days isn't mm -hmm. going to hurt you. It's a couple dollars a day mm -hmm. uh, if you have a bit of an overlap as long as it works with your financing. Yeah. So, 
you know, don't try to be a superhero with right. closing everything at one time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question for you, David, because one of the, when I'm in my model homes, one of the first questions I get from people who are interested in building is, how do I time my building? Or even people who are just moving from house to house. Yeah. How do I time the closing of my new house with closing on my existing. on my existing? Yep. Because they're like, you know, during the building process, do I move in an apartment? Do I have an in-law? Do I can I even maneuver that? So do you have any advice for people? Yeah, well there, obviously there's all everybody does different things as far as how they mm-hmm. they transition their living while they're building. My biggest recommendation is if you can stay in your existing home mm-hmm. while you're building, that would be the best course because otherwise you're going to be moving at least twice yeah. and that alone is expensive and it's a hassle. So if you can keep your existing home, it's well worth it. Um, so if you do that, normally what I recommend and um, like we do, we're a little different at Belmont Homes where we also do real estate services. So we have clients that'll have us you know, build their home and then we'll sell their existing home for them. So that's the easiest scenario, quite honestly, because like we had one we did in Rolling Oaks where we sold their home and then like the next day they were able to move into their brand new home and we're able to time it out. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we listed it, we even said they can't have the closing date till January 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, Which so is when they were closing on their, their yeah, brand so new home. Anyone that was looking at that house, they couldn't buy it mm-hmm. or they knew that they that was as soon as they could get into that house. Mm-hmm. It was just not negotiable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, one thing we definitely tell, definitely tell people is if you're listing your home, to make sure that you consult with the builder first and get the closing date before you agree to anything. Because if for some reason you run into, you know, a snag on the build or something like that, all of a sudden you box yourself in mm-hmm. and you, you may have nowhere to go. And um, so we always recommend before you accept an offer on your house, check with your builder, mm-hmm. confirm your closing date. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not able to con- at that time to confirm your closing date, you're probably too early. So mm-hmm. you may want to wait a little bit to list. Well, and another sale. great advice that you had given me when I first started at Bellman was when you have people who are building with you and they're thinking about, well, obviously they're going to need to list their existing home. Tell them that the less hands in the cookie jar, the better. You yeah. know, I, I know you want to use your friend who's a realtor, but that's just one more person in the jumble of this transaction. That yeah, sometimes you don't need a middle name. Lack of miscommunication. You know, that like there's mm-hmm. just, it's, yeah, you don't, less hands, the better. So yeah. I always tell my customers that, and it always seems to just make sense to them. So Yeah, sometimes you're better just stealing right from the horse's mouth. Absolutely. Know, instead of, you know, mm-hmm. trying to have an intermediary. Unless you're really busy, you just don't even have time, and you just want right. to hire somebody, appoint them to just mm-hmm. handle everything for you. But then, mm-hmm. then you have to... Accept the results of that as yeah. well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of times if you can work directly with your builder and, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, you know, for us it's great because we package it all together then mm-hmm. and, and then it, it works really smoothly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, it's just a great way to transition if you have that relationship and the trust, yeah. uh, you know, with the company you're dealing with. I think that's ideally the way way to go. Absolutely. And then, you know, use the professionals when you can, you know. Like I said, get a, get a mover mm-hmm. um, if, if you need it. Um, it's, it just makes your life so much easier. You can handle the little stuff, let them move the big things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it done a lot faster. You know, a lot of times you have a professional mover a couple hours and they're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can be going in your home and setting everything up. Right. Or cleaning the apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All those things that you got to yeah. do. So, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if you have a short time frame, you're going to need to enlist mm-hmm. professionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, great advice. This was a good topic for people. Hopefully this was super helpful to everybody listening in. And uh, if you guys uh, haven't already, make sure you subscribe to The Home Building Hero wherever you listen. Just hit the subscribe button. That way you'll get notified of all our new episodes. And of course, if you have any questions, topic suggestions, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Once again, David Bellman here with Katie and Haley from Bellman Homes. 
And uh, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you very soon.